really got to try on that left-hand side. What happened? <laughs> oh, but I've gone up and over, and Marty had over biscuit. It was a, uh, it was, a, it wasn't enough stability there for myself. But um, no, I was busting for a bit of meat this game. It didn't seem to work out. Hello, cheers, and welcome, welcome to the Scrum of the Earth, the podcast that offers news, results, predictions, and in this case, maybe some insight for some American fans who might be new to the sport. So I am David Lawrence. I'm an American rugby fan. I follow rugby union all over the globe. Uh, For transparency's sake, the teams I root for are domestically my New England Free Jacks, and internationally I root for the U.S. Eagles, and I root for Scotland. But overall, what I mostly root for is good rugby wherever I can find it. So I intend to put out at least one pod every week. This is an extra one. This is my first bonus pod, uh, which has a a special purpose, which I think is going to be good for American fans who are are new to the sport. So in the course of a normal pod, what we're going to do is every single week is current updates. What's up with me personally? Uh, That'll be the quickest segment because who really cares? Then I'll do some news. What's happening in the world of rugby? I'll do some things to chew on, things that are either bothering me or annoying me or hopefully things that you have submitted to me to talk about. Then I'll do scores. Uh, Scores is, I guess, what you'd say in America and all around the rest of the world, they would call these results. I usually do some upcoming matches and predictions, sort of look ahead, previews, and predict some scores. Uh, I do not have any special insight, but somehow or other, my predictions often come true. So, you know, maybe dumb luck, but who knows? As I said, this is just a quickie, one-off sort of bonus episode, so I won't be doing the full list as described just now. What I will be doing instead is explaining how you, as a new rugby fan in America, can actually watch this sport that is now my favorite sport in the world. So what's the deal with me? How did I find rugby, uh, and how do I watch it? Frankly, it's, it's hard to find in the U.S., so... I discovered rugby years and years ago. Actually, a a friend of mine had gone to New Zealand for a summer and he came back and he said, buddy, I have discovered the ultimate sport. It's called rugby. And I've discovered the ultimate team. They're called the All Blacks. Uh, Ever since then, I've been trying to trying to find it. It's it's really hard. It's like, you know, I I get home from a bar at 2 a.m. and I'm not sleepy and I want to watch something. I turn on the TV and what do you know? There's a random rugby game on ESPN 4 or something like that. Uh, but you could never find it consistently. So recently, I guess three years ago, maybe four years ago now, uh, Amazon did their docuseries. Uh, they've done several, the All or Nothing series. And they did one on rugby. They did the All or Nothing, the New Zealand All Blacks. Uh, I became determined to find a way to watch rugby after this. It was it was so good, I thought. So uh, ironically, for you know, every non-American podcast I listen to has absolutely derided that series and said how bad it was. But I think this is just a great illustration of how starved for rugby we are here in the United States. You know, they all talked about how boring and obvious the the, uh, documentary was, but my experience was exactly the opposite of that. So if you haven't seen it, I do recommend it. Uh, You can make up your own mind, obviously. So, at the time this came out, it turned out that a co-worker of mine used to actually play rugby at the international level. So I very much hope her uh, to get her on the pod at some point. 
Uh, she hasn't even been asked yet. <laughs> I'm still working up the, the gumption. Uh, until then, I'm not going to mention her name, but I will say that she competed in and scored tries in the first two Women's World Cups. Uh, she's a serious person. She's an amazing person. Uh, and she, you know, for months there, she very nicely let me bend her ear and ask my dumb questions as a, a total noob. And she also pointed me towards a league called Super Rugby. So, if you're not new to rugby and you aren't from the United States or another rugby-deprived country, you can probably stop listening because the next bit will probably seem very basic to you. But to we Americans, you know, we got to do what we got to do. So, as an American, uh, if you're with me, you are probably also a huge NFL fan that, you know, I'll admit it, I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, it's, it's a little tough now in the aftermath of the Tom Brady stuff, but anyway... Uh, so because of this, though, in, in some ways, it was really difficult to grok how rugby operates overall. It's, it's just a different animal. Uh, and there's simply no American equivalent at all. So, okay, in rugby, you have your league, which is much like the NFL. It's the league itself. They call this club rugby, and your team is your club. However, your country also has a national team. We do this in rugby. Uh, there is a United States national team, in case you didn't know that. So if you stand out enough in your club play, your country might pick you to play for international duty. Uh, this was really hard me to, for me to get because here's the thing. It means players are frequently taken away from their clubs to play for their country. So it would be like for in the United States, it would be like, okay, Patrick Mahomes had a first – four weeks of the season and he's been great. In fact, he's so good that USA football has reached down and said, uh, Patrick, uh, you're playing for us now. Boom. He's off to train somewhere else and he's competing in matches that don't even count towards NFL standings. Uh, on top of that, you probably have to keep playing normal league games while he's away. So even though you were lucky enough to have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, you don't get to play him for two or three weeks in a row. You're playing your backup QB. It's really weird. Because the NFL is an entirely domestic league, it's just we never have to think about those things. It's it's weird. So, in any event, the big leagues throughout the world, in my my reckoning at least, you've got Super Rugby. Uh, by the way, almost all these leagues are named really badly. Uh, so you've got Super Rugby. It's a shuttly named league that has been profoundly altered by COVID. Uh, it's still fantastic. It's sort of the, the league I started watching first, so it's kind of my favorite, my Highlanders. I just love. So as it stands, there are Australian clubs, there are New Zealand clubs, and when the league starts back up uh, in a few months, there are allegedly going to be teams from some Pacific Island nations. Either uh, Anyway, it might be a conglomeration or it might be Fiji or it might be Tonga. Uh, I think that's still to be determined. So we also have the Gallagher Premiership, which is a league entirely in England. There's the newly rebranded United Rugby Championship, formerly known as various versions of, you know, it's called the Pro 14, the Pro 12, the Pro 6. Uh, it's finally they're getting rebranded. By the way, in, in conjunction with Rock Nation, I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, I have no idea. That is a league featuring Scottish teams, Irish teams, Welsh teams, Italian teams, and now South African teams. Really a, a cool hodgepodge for sure. I'm really, 
really curious how that's going to go next year. And then there's the top 14, which is a league entirely in France, much like the Premiership is entirely in England. And of course, domestically, in case you hadn't heard, we have Major League Rugby, which I'm very happy to say seems to be growing and catching on. Very happy about that. Oh, it's so, uh, it's just thrilling. So, how do I watch all of this stuff here in the United States? So, Super Rugby used to be a part of the ESPN Plus package. Uh, that ended during the pandemic, and I honestly don't know what's going to happen next. So, what is now called the United Rugby Championship had also been part of the ESPN Plus package, though currently there are no indicators I can find you know, about whether or not that's going to continue. I don't know when the new season starts, what's going to happen. I think Rock Nation might probably have something to do with that decision. So my experience with ESPN Plus has been mostly positive, um, especially given its pretty modest price tag. Uh, they definitely wait until the very last minute to post upcoming fixtures. Uh, I think there's probably like one 18-year-old intern who's actually in charge of their rugby page. Uh, God bless him, if that's the case. Uh, the word fixtures brings me to a quick side note. Another thing that makes rugby confusing for Americans is the terminology. So scheduled games are not called games, they're called fixtures. It's a term I've never encountered in any American sport. Uh, the teams also don't list standings, they list a table. So uh, most of these leagues, uh, I think all of them, use a points-based system, so it's theoretically possible for a team with fewer wins to be above another team because of bonus point factors, uh, which I'm not going to get into here, but please feel free to ask me about it if you're curious. So the the Premiership used to be on NBC Sports. Uh, NBC has migrated all of that content to their new platform, Peacock. Uh, Peacock is lame in some ways, but I got to say it's very reasonably priced and they have some good content. They have Olympic stuff right now, which is nice, which I didn't even think about. Um, and I'm ecstatic to report they are carrying all the games from this Lions tour. Again, uh, if you don't know what the Lions tour is, uh, we get in touch. We'll talk. Uh, also, Major League Rugby. Major League Rugby has done a great thing. They are offering streaming of all their games through the Rugby Network, and it has been great. It's free. It gets you a bit of extra access into articles that are European and usually uh, not accessible here. It's really nice. I'm, I'm so happy that they've sort of doubled down and really – the owners must have taken a bath in the last two years. And instead of saying, okay, forget it, they have doubled down. And as a fan, it's, it's just great. So the only hitch at all, and it probably won't matter for most of you, the only hitch is local games. So I'm a Free Jacks founding member, but I don't have cable. So the Rugby Network won't let me watch those games live. I have to wait for 24 hours until they're ready for a, a restream. But, I mean, give me a break. Uh, that's still pretty good. So the, the French League, the top 14, and there's I'm sure there are many, many, many other lower-tier leagues uh, – I don't have access to them. I would love to know about them. Uh, the the Scottish, what is it called? The the Super Six. I would watch that in a second. Uh, any of you listeners out there, you know, if you have a way to watch these things, please get in touch. Let me know. I'm always at of Scrum, and you can always email me at thescrumoftheearth at gmail.com, and I'm always so happy to hear from you. So quick uh, little note, you can always find – almost every full match in a replay on YouTube. Uh, 
But I got to warn you, 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 you know, you look it up and the title of the video will include the score, which just makes me nuts. I don't, I don't know why people do that. So that is it for now. Okay, one last thing. If you are new and you're just getting into this sport, in my opinion, the greatest sport in the world, you'll find the ads on the jerseys of the players kind of jarring. I, at least that was my experience. Please keep this in mind. The ads on the uniforms are the reason you don't have to watch ads during the game. Here's something I mentioned to every football fan I know. Important stat. NFL-style football is a 60-minute game that takes 180 minutes to play. That means for every minute of action, there's literally two minutes of commercials. Uh, it's not an exaggeration. It's an absolute fact. Rugby is an 80-minute game that takes 120 minutes to play, including halftime. So just remember that when you consider complaining about the ads on the jerseys. You know, it's worth it. So what I'd really like is tons of input from you, the listener. I am new to this potting game. I will always be open to constructive criticism, advice, whatever you like. I would love to hear your questions, your ideas, anything you've got that will make the pod better for me, for you, for everyone. And as I've said before, uh, because it's so early, if you have a particular bias for a, a team or a country, it'll be pretty easy for you to get in on that because you can really steer the conversation of what I'm going to be talking about. So currently, I am on Anchor. I have a few other providers. I do encourage you to use Anchor, the app or the site, because the other uh, providers are sort of subsidiaries who, I don't know how it works, but they, they aggregate their data from Anchor, and so it's always behind. So for instance, there was a, a really, really bad pod that I created first, and I deleted it, and then suddenly it was still available on multiple platforms. So I'm hoping that doesn't continue to happen. Um, going to Anchor will probably help that. Please, please, get in touch. Follow me on Twitter. I am at of Scrum. You can email me at thescrumoftheearth at gmail.com. Please do so anytime. Uh, wherever you find this pod, if you leave a five-star review, I will be more than happy to read it. I will be ecstatic to read it out, no matter what it says, within family rating parameters, because I'm going for the clean look. Thank you so much. Cheers, cheers. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm not going to